0: Ladies and gentlemen, a big welcome to you. You've landed on Homemaker Chic Podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome. I am the host of Homemaker Chic Podcast, Shay Elliott of the Elliot Homestead blog. And I am joined by my co-host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl blog.
1: <laughs>
0: there you go. Cheers, my friend. Here we are Thursday afternoon. A nothing like a Holding it out to the last minute, eh? <laughs> it's a busy day. It's a busy week. It's a busy, busy day. Come close to the microphone. You feel really far away. I'm right here. Maybe I'll turn my volume right up. Uh, this <laughs> is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We're doing, wearing our red lipstick, no denim jumpers. We are not your 80s homeschool moms, my friends. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is homemaker chic. And we don't really know what we're doing, but we're here with you every Monday and Thursday. We're also with you over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. If you would like to come and follow along over there. And of course, a massive welcome to all of our patrons who have kept Homemaker Chic on the air for a year and a half now. If you'd like to show some love to the podcast, make sure you go and visit patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Homemaker Chic podcast, yes, <laughs> and then you can see video forms of the podcast if you would like to watch the conversation versus just listening. Yes, and uh,
1: our recipes from a couple of weeks ago are are loaded now. Yay! On Patreon, we had mm-hmm. some people hunting for some of those great summertime recipes that we made. Yes, and so they are there, and so we do our best to uh, remember what we've said. <sighs> On air, it's not all scripted, and sometimes we say things and we forget that we have. So
0: we've uh, <laughs> we have posted the recipes just in time for your Fourth of July, so perfect. I have a pen and paper here, so if anything gets mentioned, I'll make sure to jot it down as well. Yes, um, this is the first we've talked. I feel like uh, it's yeah, it's been a busy couple days. It's been a really busy couple days. You had a birthday yesterday. We want to talk about that. Yes, I do.
1: Um, so my baby turned five and uh, I cried a lot <laughs> for about two days. That kid is such a love machine. He's just a lover. And uh, he's been, you know, according to him, he's he couldn't help but turn five because he's been eating his pasta. Pasta <laughs> makes him grow. And uh, he had a great birthday. We bought him one of those um, tractors to ride around on. So I haven't seen him all day. He's just doing laps around the Potage. just <laughs> doing laps. It's adorable. He's still in his pajamas. He's dirty. i let him eat chocolate cake again this morning for breakfast. He's got chocolate over his face. He's just living his best life. Yeah. Just. It's so sweet. We went mini golfing. We went out for dinner, which, you know, an eight person family out for dinner is quite an event. I've told you we can barely make it up the driveway without ripping each other's faces off. So by the time we get to a restaurant, sometimes everybody just needs to chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, we had a good time. It's just, um, it's too many feelings, too many feelings to watch your baby turn five. So, you know, my oldest is now 16 and my baby is five. And I'm like, well, there goes that. Hmm. It is. What a strange transition. It's super strange. It's super strange. Joel, um, he's kind of been a little grumbly for the last couple hours because all he's doing is schlepping teenagers all over the peninsula. <laughs> to work, to friend's yeah. house, to the library. Like, this is that stage of life. <laughs> this is that stage of life, yeah. Yep. yep.
0: I told Stu, I want a really nice new car before we get to that stage of life. You know, so I can have like... Air conditioned seat and surround sound, music. Like, give air me the work. What am I? Stu's, Stu's truck there's has air conditioned seats. Yeah. They blow cold air up your people? Yeah. Or what? Well, okay. they get cold. Oh, yeah. Like a
1: seat warmer, the opposite of a seat.
0: The warmer. opposite of a seat warmer. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Really? Oh, the
1: things they've come up with since we have 2008 we, a, <laughs> we yeah what did what did we just get we got a uh, this is like the newest vehicle in forever I think we just got a 2015 I mean we're living large mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has two DVD screens what mm-hmm get out of here yes so now the big kids can complain about the horrible movies that the young children you choose to watch so that's fabulous. It is fabulous. No air conditioning seats, air conditioned seats, seat warmers. Yeah. But yeah,
0: it's only a matter of time till my car gives out. I bought it many, many years ago. I think it's a 2009, but it had this engine problem when we bought it that we didn't know about, which basically have that It just eats oil. Yeah. Like five, six years ago, they're like, your engine's going to die and you need to get your engine replaced. And I'm like, do I, <laughs> or could I oh just keep goodness. putting oil in it <laughs> and Hey, I got another like back, six wait, years wait. out of it and it's Go still doing it. great. As long as the oil doesn't get low, if it gets low, it's like, <laughs> 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 it grinds when you start it, but I don't oh care. It's fine. It's fine.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're already drinking. So should we just cue the wine music and then, because I'm just going to keep drinking (laughs) that kind of a day. (laughs) I had my cooking community call this morning, which was so fun. Mm -hmm. Somebody's 73 year old mom listens to our podcast, but she's like, I don't get the wine segment. Why do they have to do that? (laughs) I don't know. Well, here we are. We're doing it anyway. This is the part of... Yeah, cue it. Cue it. It's cued. Okay. It's been cued. This is the part of the podcast that we do do every episode. It's sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. And this is where we encourage you to pour a glass with us just... Take a hot minute, get a beverage in your hand. If it's a cold Pellegrino with a drop of grapefruit oil, or just a nice glass of ice water, iced tea, chai tea, latte, coffee, what you want, whatever you want. This is your time to get it before we dive into the conversation. Alas, we are drinking Dry Farm Wines because these are clean, beautiful wines from boutique wineries all around the world. No sugar, no yeast, no garbage. Feel good when you drink them. Happiness guaranteed. Visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. You still have just a little bit of time to get your order in before the 4th of July. So do do that. Sounds like a good plan. One time Stuart and I got into this marital argument. (laughs) And he said, duty, something duty in the conversation. Like, I can't remember what it was like. It was my duty or it was your duty. Heart And I it, I was so mad, but I just started cracking up. I was like, you said duty like a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it. It was like in our first year of marriage. <laughs> And now every time I hear the word duty, that's what I think. (laughs) Duty free. (laughs) I'm just doing
1: my, doing my duty.
0: Okay. All right. Um, want me to tell you what I'm going to sip tonight? Yes. Yeah.
1: And then I want to tell you a fun story.
0: Okay. Well, I'm already sipping. Well, so ignore that because I haven't opened it yet. I actually bought three bottles of this because I love it so much. And actually, Dry Farms does this cool thing where every once in a while they'll get you on a Zoom call with the growers. This one's coming up. So I'm going to meet the winemakers um, in a couple of days. That's why you had this. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, uh, how do you pronounce that first word? Nuit. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche. It's a brute. It is a French sparkling wine, Chardonnay, Faux Blanche, Pinot Noir from the Loire Valley.
1: Holy cow. Yeah. It's really good. It's uh, really I good. I had that for New Year's. Oh, how fun. I think that was our New Year's
0: bottle. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, I've I've had this one probably three or four times before and every time I open it, Dry Farms does have, it has a huge selection. So unless you request it, you don't always see the same bottles very often. Right. So every time it would come up, I'd be like, holy cow, this is amazing. Serve chilled, bubbles, yum. Anyway, finally, I was like, you obviously love this sparkling wine. So why don't you
1: just get a bunch of it? (laughs) That's a good idea. Fabulous bottle. I should do that. My birthday's at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. July. End of July. I should do that. Nothing like a brute. Brute makes me so happy. So good. How old are you
0: going to be this year, Angela? 35. Oh, again? I didn't know we were
1: the same age. We are. Hmm. What magic. You should see the mental math going on at the dinner table when I lay that joke out, which I often do. Like, wait, you went to France for the first time with dad 25 years ago. Like you can just see like Mm -hmm. all the wheels spinning. Mm -hmm. I Lee, I, I, I'm supposed to pay her $10 a year to perpetuate the lie. Oh. (laughs) Um, And I owe her like 30 bucks, 30, 40 bucks. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. How old is she? She's 35. 35. Um, okay. Well,
1: normally we actually do have a topic, but we don't today. I want to tell you something fun. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the 73 year old that listens to our show. Mm -hmm. I'm receiving the most fun feedback about people that listen to the show. So I'm going to give a few shout outs. Okay. Okay. So twice it has happened to my sister. She's newer to her community in Tennessee where she has, somebody has said to her, Oh, there's this podcast. I think you'd really like it. You know, so they, she's got new friendships and obviously she's playing her cards. She's like, yeah, I bake sourdough. I homeschool da, da, da. Like she's like, I'm a homemaker. And they're like, Oh, then there's this podcast you should really listen to, <laughs> which is so funny. She's like, yeah, that's my sister. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that has happened twice. Um, my cousin's Bible study. Uh, they were doing a series on hospitality and someone said, oh, I listen to these two girls and they talk about hospitality all the time. You should really mm. listen to this show. My cousin's like, mm, that's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, since we are, um, we never know who's listening to the show and it fascinates me, the husbands that listen. Mm-hmm. we've We've already spoken on other episodes about all the people from different walks of life that listen, you know? And I love it when they, you know, they're like, Maybe the antithesis, if you and I, they don't really agree with us, but they find the show entertaining or thought provoking or something. So I have it. I'd like to give a shout out to the pretty girl on the bench in Idaho. Okay, I don't know if you're listening. Maybe you've got friends that will tell you to tune in. But rumor has it, someone told me they were. I don't remember where it was. There's like a resort place in Idaho that's like where everybody goes. It's on the lake. Coeur d'Alene. That that doesn't see, that doesn't sound familiar though. I don't think that's what she said, but let's just call it that. Okay. Okay. Um, And this daughter of a friend of mine was walking along the lake on the path. And she said there was a beautiful young lady sitting on the bench, very young, probably in her early twenties. What are the earrings called? Where you like sort of stretch out your ear? I don't know. They have a name. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. That younger people do. Okay. Yeah. Not me. Not 35 year olds. <laughs> younger people. <laughs> so she had, I believe she had short hair. She had the earrings. I feel like such a loser not being able to think of the name. And let's just say that, like, upon looking at her, the way she was dressed, very young and trendy and all that, wouldn't be suspecting that as this friend's daughter of mine walked by, whose voices did she hear coming out of her iPhone? As she was uh, eyeballing this girl on the bench, but the voices of homemaker chic. So to the pretty girl in Idaho on the bench a few months ago, I've been meaning mm-hmm. to tell that story for weeks. Hello, hello, listening. Yes, three- year old that doesn't understand our wine segment. That's okay. We that's understand okay.
0: it. <laughs> we love you. It's y'all. all good. It's all good, and I think that's what's so valuable. I mean, I when I look scroll through the podcasts that I listen to most people wouldn't guess i listen to almost any of them i listen to design podcasts i listen to true crime pod podcasts i listen to i listen to the hunting collective i don't hunt <laughs> never hunted and yet i find it fascinating i love i love listening to the banter and the stories i have nothing in common with these people other than a love of nature and mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that's so special about it because podcasts don't really ask anything of you. You just get to kind of partake of a conversation
1: and that's part of the fun. Uh, Good conversation is, it's so good. I love listening to some good meaty conversation and like Mm -hmm. most of the time I have nothing to do with it, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: the hard part is when you do, especially, I don't know if you've noticed this as a podcaster, um. You're sort of trained to share your thoughts and think about things. Small talk becomes really hard. Normal small talk with normal people. Where you're just like, oh, it's hot out. That's
1: all I have to say.
0: (laughs) Anything overly personal you'd like to know?
1: (laughs) I, well, we, I can't, I'm, I can't do small talk. I can't do it. I'm terrible at it. (laughs) I'm so terrible at it. I just I'm terrible at it. Uh the other night we had a ton of people, I think I mentioned this last weekend we had like 40 people over here and thank goodness my I mean I not thank goodness this is not to reflect on my guests. I loved the people that were here, but I'm just really bad at small talk. So I had just taken a call with um someone who was helping me with the magazine and you know we had the new website built for old world design. And I was really jazzed. And so I came downstairs, like on fire with all of this, sort of like at the tip of my tongue. And I just, I was so grateful because it rescued me. I don't like to talk about myself, but at least I had something to say. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I have something to be enthusiastic about and and to share because, um, I do get really self-conscious. Like even right now I'm like, just stop talking. <laughs> Been talking too long. It's just too many words. It's Jay's turn. No, you're doing great. I just every time I'm like, you know, maybe you should be quiet.
0: you're Are doing the eyes glazing doing over. Like <laughs> you see, you can't tell. That's one. Of the, that's one of the great things. They just what hang up. You just never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice. Um, it's nice to be actually sitting here having this conversation. I was outside right
1: before we came. What were you doing right before we sat down? <sighs> filming for youtube oh minute video for youtube okay because my plans were foiled because we finally got rain like deluge, and so i was supposed to do like a fun just easy video like flower arranging which i'm gonna do a few of all summer yeah and that didn't happen so i had to like come up with an idea (laughs) this was the afternoon i had scheduled to film no pressure Uh,
0: all the pressure
1: All the pressure in a house, you know, it's dark, it's Mm -hmm. thunderstorming. So the house looks like a dungeon. (sighs) What a pain. Yeah. Well, we're having the opposite problem where there's not a cloud
0: anywhere. And I feel like we're never going to see a cloud again, ever. And so
1: 172 there.
0: Yeah, basically. It's just going to be 172 until everyone dies.
1: No <laughs> You need like the auto start with the air conditioned seats. So you get in and seriously like ice cubes. So your thighs don't stick to the leather. They're just like,
0: it's extraordinary. Although let me tell you how this day started. Everyone strap in. Okay. I got so many fun emails after Monday's episode, when I shared with you my unenthusiastic yet devoted approach to working out. And so many people were like, it sucks every time. Don't expect it to be anything different, which is actually really helpful because then I don't feel like I'm doing something wrong or like something's wrong with me. Yeah. Well, this morning, Stuart set his alarm. Bless him. At 430. Because that's the only time of day where it's cool enough to be outside. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, that's true, Shay. I, yeah. We spoke We spoke for a minute this morning. I'm like, why the heck was she up working out so early? Like, yeah, because dang,
0: once dang. the sun comes up, I mean, we have long days up here in the North like you guys yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Um, this time of year, they're really long. And so the sun's up at 4.30, but it's not quite hot yet. So Stuart gets me up at 4.30, you guys. And he's like, Shay, get out of bed. <laughs> Fine. So I get up put my shoes on, go outside. And he's like, okay, we're going to run sprints up the driveway. He says up because it's uphill. That's why he says that. And so, okay, first one adrenaline, like, okay, I'm just going to do this and it's going to suck. And I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I was like, oh, you know what? That's not, I wasn't as slow as I thought I was going to be. Well, then we proceeded to walk back down and then do it again. And we just kept doing this on and off for 10 minutes. So up sprint up, walk down, sprint up, walk down. Um, I was so painfully slow by the end. I was like, just, (laughs) I actually swore to myself. I did. I called myself a mean name. I was like, you get up this hill. (laughs) like You will not go down. (laughs) And so we get done and I'm like, Oh man, can't believe we did it. Fabulous. Let's go make coffee. And he's like, no, (laughs) now it's time for lunges and squats and planks. And anyway, we did it. It was all, we did it. It was all great. And, you know, when we had Brian on a couple episodes ago, talking about the Jane Austen diet, one of the things that he recommends, you know, through Jane Austen's books is to get outside every day when you first wake up, and give your actually give yourself a little bit of time without caffeine for your body to sort of do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about this is that you know, I was up for forty minutes working out, came back inside, had a glass of water, then made coffee. and like halfway through my first cup, I was just like, because I already had so much natural right right? Whatever you call that endorphins, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was crazy. That's great. I can't remember why I was telling you that. Why was I telling you no that? Oh, basically I've been sweating since then. Maybe oh, that's okay. that's the moral of the story. All right. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs>
1: um, uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks, put some dumbbells at the base of that hill and do lunges holding the dumbbells going up the hill. Well, no. Well, <laughs> I will.
0: I will. My trainer had me do something called a goblin squat. Have you heard of this? I haven't heard of it, but what is it? It's a kettlebell. Okay, is it kettlebell or kettleball? Bell. Kettlebell. Mm -hmm. Um, So she gave me this twenty-pound kettlebell, which feels when you hold a twenty-pound ball of metal, it's just so dense. It's just like mm. it's like how is something? How does something this size weigh that much?
1: Yeah, because like we lift forty-pound feed bags all the time. Yeah, it's no big deal, but it's just that concentrated. I don't know if it's just having it you know, whether you're doing like the swings up or whatever, like it's that center aspect yeah. that's you know, like you carry a baby in the center of your body. And so it's just like, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Anyway. So you hold it in front of you right up against you and then you squat with it. Yeah. And man, <gasps> that was it. It's just <laughs> terrible. It's just terrible. But I just keep doing it. I don't Are know. You're hurting really bad still. Not as bad as I was good. Yeah not as bad as I was. So I love that about bodies. They're actually very resilient. They can do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my friend, Natalie, she works out every morning and she did a hundred squats once in a row, hundred squats.
1: Like with a bar, what
0: kind of squats? Just like squats. I can do like 10 at a time. Okay. I'm getting there. But yeah, 100 without stopping. Just one, two, three, four, five.
1: Amazing. That is amazing. I love hearing stories like that. The body is really incredible. I mean, like when you look at people, I mean, it isn't designed to be a hot mess. It's not designed to be overweight. It's not designed to be spongy. It's really not. It's an amazing thing. And when you see people that like make a really incredible transformation, and I don't even mean over the top. I just mean like coming back to probably what their body was supposed to be. I mean, it's just like, it's amazing how you can, um, how it's not a lost cause for any of us, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like our health or our physique or whatever. It's really incredible. Obviously, mm-hmm. Don't send me hate mail. There's exception. Well, see,
0: yeah. I, mean. I kind of <laughs> think some sometimes women's bodies were meant to be a little spongy. Like when you see like the Renaissance paintings of the nude women and they always have the pooch. The baby pooch.
1: Oh for goodness sake. Yeah. No, I don't mean like and I don't mean like we're all supposed to walk around like big slabs of meat. Yeah. I don't mean that. No. Yeah. It'd be nice if the pooch could just be embraced. Please <laughs> I know. It's like a normal body.
0: Hello. It's a normal body. Yeah. So that's just what is. It's just what it is. Just what is. Those babies, those ab muscles
1: are not uh holding no.
0: together like they used to. Nope. My friend Amber has to get that surgery where she, they sew your abs back together. Hers never
1: fused back. Oh, man. Did you used to do those exercises <clears throat> after you had a baby? Like I used to have to, my midwife would have me do these weird things where I would like push them together and then like do a sit up like and like hold oh, it for a certain amount of time. I, she always had. me. Sounds doing those. painful. But she did it so that they would
0: like go back together. Yeah. Yeah. Some women, when they don't come back together, they just have like debilitating back pain because you essentially have no core to hold. Yeah. Yeah. You have no structural support. Like your girdle is snapped. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really common surgery actually for people. So... Yeah. I decided I really do. Um, I can't even remember where I saw this, but a few weeks ago I saw this woman just talking about like making sure to remember to give thanks to your body because it does a lot of things for you. Mm-hmm. And I think about that now. I actually am a 35, unlike some people. Yeah, what I'm are you 30. talking
1: about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I keep thinking of my body, like you've given me 35 years of service of sleeping, digestion, sight, hearing, touching, growing. working, growing and feeding for humans. Right, right. You've done extraordinary things for me and allowed me to do things that I love to do, like gardening and walking right. and being in my home and cooking and all these just beautiful things. And like legitimately, thank you, bye. <laughs> thank you for being having this ability and yeah. what, what do you need from me? What do you need? You
1: need a glass oh, of water. It's, <laughs> yeah. It, it's so true though. What do you need from me? Like I'm working with a doctor right now. Cause you know, I, I'm 35, <laughs> but maybe I need some hormone help. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, like just acknowledging, like, like you're saying you mm. have done this for me, all that physical labor, and all really just the mental stress of being a modern woman, all the baby making, all the expelling the babies from the body, feeding them for so long, like just to acknowledge, hey, you've you've been through the ringer. I mean, I think a lot of mm-hmm. times we do underestimate what our bodies need or we wonder, why is my body doing this? Why is this happening? To, whether you know whether it's headaches or aches and pains or whatever, mm-hmm. I think we have like maybe a little bit of a disconnect of the demand we put on them, and then we just expect them to just keep going. You know, without right. any extra nutrients, without like checking our hormones, without like understanding what's going on. Big time. Personally, that's where I'm at. I'm like diving into what the heck is going on in there, and what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I got like the biggest blood panel ever seen. (laughs) Every single
0: test to be done. Angela and I get asked about our skincare routine a lot. The secret is tubes and co tubes and co is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic that are free from GMOs, toxins, fillers, any artificial colors or fragrances or synthetic chemicals. This is a company created by our friend, Emily, who has taken quality ingredients to an entirely new level whether you're looking for tallow balms, deodorant, shampoo, soap, foundation, lipstick, skin tonics, eyeshadows, so much more, this is where you need to head. Emily dreams of women using her skincare with confidence, knowing that it is pure. I want you to go and try the frankincense tallow balm and feel that whipped, silky pleasure, or try the red wine lipstick and enjoy feeling dressed up the charcoal ball is amazing for cleaning skin and removing the day's makeup. And of course, make sure you try the glow serum formulated from virgin unrefined oils, which has raving five-star reviews. Visit tubes to stock your bathroom and makeup case with these pure, beautiful products and use the coupon code homemaker for 10% off.
1: Visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off our favorite jewelry. That's A N A L U I S A. Homemakers, Ana Luisa is partnering with us for Ultra Feminine Friday. So if you're looking for simple feminine jewelry to wear at home or on date night with your day dresses to church on Sunday morning, then we invite you to try the beautiful pieces of jewelry from Ana Luisa. Rings, earrings, necklaces, and more starting at just $39. So there is something for every budget. They are designed in small batches with recycled materials whenever possible. These pieces are timeless and affordable and fall under our podcast motto, of better not more new jewelry collections are released every friday so celebrate our hashtag ultra feminine friday with us by visiting analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10 percent off or of course visit the show notes or website for a direct link and if you're following over on patreon you can see these beautiful pieces in person visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10 percent off and don't forget to join us and Ana Luisa for Ultra Feminine Friday over on Instagram. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is a sponsor of Homemaker Chic Podcast because, frankly, homemakers
0: have to cook. This is for home cooks out there who would love some new inspiration ideas and motivation in the kitchen. Each month, you'll get five new recipes shipped to your door or to your inbox, whichever you prefer. Recipes will range from entrees to side dishes to desserts to sourdough breads and everything in between. I'll also guide you through the month's recipes with a long, in-depth cooking video showing you new skills and encouraging you as you give these recipes a try in your own kitchen. And lastly, you'll be invited into our exclusive community of like-minded home cooks where you can ask questions, share your successes, and gain inspiration from women just like you. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is here to inspire and nourish your family with whole food recipes. Price conscious recipes from scratch recipes that are designed to enjoy. We're going to teach you to bake. We're going to teach you to use sourdough. We're going to teach you to ferment things and to try new ingredients. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to join as a member today.
1: Yeah. Incredible. It's good to absolutely know. absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: It's good to know, especially as we do get, you're just, you have this resilience when you're younger. I mean, just. You can just rebound like it's nothing, you know, but I think so often, you know, think about a headache, for example, how often when we get a headache, it's like, oh, just grab some ibuprofen, you know, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, a headache is usually your body's way of telling you something's wrong. Now, sometimes that's because you worked out and (laughs) you physically like now you're aching. Maybe it's like you slept wrong, right? Maybe your body's saying like, Hey, don't do that. We need a new pillow because you're old and you need to be more careful about how you sleep. But a lot of times something like a headache can be s- symbolic of, you know, crazy muscle tension or something that's going on in the shoulders that, you know, maybe you need to actually have worked out. Maybe it's a chiropractor adjustment. Maybe you're super dehydrated and you actually just need a big glass of water. Right. Uh, maybe you haven't eaten well that day had too much caffeine or had sugar or you know some sort of gluten spike or you know whatever sure. it's usually your body's way of being like whoa 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 yeah. something's going on so to give yourself ibuprofen and let that be it is really not kind of respectful in a way you're just you're not really tuned in to what's happening and i'm often shocked how I know people suffer with legitimate migraines and stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But how often a cold glass of water and a little bit of a nap and like maybe a nice shower and go pee. Like remember to go to the bathroom. Hello. And it's like 80% of the problems can be dealt with if you just remember to go to the bathroom and drink a cold glass of water. I'm
1: thinking about that. I laughed because I was thinking about that meme about Elijah that you sent me the other day. Which one was this? But, um, him in the Bible, like just telling God, like, I'm miserable. I'm tired. I'm hungry. like, Oh yeah, like, here's a meal. Go take a nap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and all of a sudden he woke up and things weren't right. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, there have been times, um, where things get so bad at the house. We just leave. I'm like, everyone go to the bathroom. Everyone drink a glass of water. Everybody in the car, we're going to go do something fun breathe some different air. It's just amazing what these small little things just can, can do to fix that, whether it's a physical or emotional thing going on, you know, True. Mm-hmm. we often go to the mountains. That's where we find ourselves a lot to water or to mountains.
1: Yeah. Obviously we go to the lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do miss that about, um, with having bigger kids, it's not as easy to get everybody in the truck and say, we're going to go blow off steam because they don't want to come with you. They either don't want to come or they're doing something or they're, mm. they're not here or it's not that I remember. I, you know, we talk about Rosemary all the time on the show, but I remember her saying uh, when I was still in that like stage, you know, the 13 and younger stage, she's like, yeah, it's so great that you can still just round them up and they still do what you want them to do. And they <laughs> come, they'll come along compl- complicitly, complacently, compliantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not ready for that next stage. No,
0: I'm not ready for that. Tell you what, we're only like two weeks into summer, and already though I'm like, hey, when's school starting? Like, my gosh, we we need some we need some structure up in here. Get out the chore charts. Get out the clipboards. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: Stu's been great. He's actually been really steady about doing some schooling with the kids. He's just like, come on boys. Like they're both just on the cusp of reading. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we putz around with it for an hour a day or so just math and reading nothing crazy, but, Mm um, man, like the dog days of summer here when it's so hot that like you can't go outside unless you're next to a body of water. Mm -hmm. You can't really go outside and Like how do you how do you guys manage those days when the kids are home, you're hot, there's not a lot to do.
1: What do you do? Well, every summer when we hit the dog days, we do our 30 day beach challenge. Ah, thank you. So that it sort of creates this rah-rah mentality. Okay. I am a self professed workaholic. I love to work. It makes it allows the children to know, like, Mom, this is the thirty days like where mom is just gonna do it and then call it. And we, okay. we, because we go to the beach a lot I and mean, we live two miles from Lake Michigan. So it's, it's like four minutes away. It's very easy to get to. It's not busy, but this is like this concentrated it's a 30 day period of time where they know, like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get up early or get my responsibilities done. They're going to get their responsibilities done. And we're going to spend these, it's the hottest time of the year. We pick mm-hmm. it for like late July into August when it's hot here. It finally gets, you know, consistent. We're not going to have any weird days mm-hmm. thrown in and we go every single day, come hell or high water. If it's raining, we go play in the rain, in the water. Mm-hmm. Like we do it. And we started it. I don't know if this will be like our third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like on it, like the idea came to me on just because of being on social media on Instagram, I was talking to people about choix de Vivre, which is my big hashtag, joy of life. And I was just watching, you know, you see so many things on social media. Everybody was doing, everybody does things like in a sense of martyrdom for if they pick like i a, a I'm going to diet for 30 days or I'm going to not eat chocolate for 30 days or I'm going to do something horrible, <laughs> basically for 30 days. And I was like, why not just pick something that's really fantastic that you love? we love the water. I'll give my kids something to look forward to. And mm-hmm. now it's like, people actually know that we do that. Somebody, we were talking to somebody in town and she's like, Oh, you know, I'd love to spend some time with you guys this summer. What's your summer? I'm like, well, we do our 30 day beach challenge. She's like, I know. I heard about that. Like, mm-hmm. So that's a great idea. I like it. That's a great idea. And again, though, like as a mother, and I know my mothers of teenagers listening like <laughs> Help me or or (laughs) resonate with me, but you know, Aiden's—he's going to be at work. He gets home, he's so tired. He's like making hundreds of pounds of cheese a day or whatever, and he's like, I don't want to go to the beach. I want to take a nap. (laughs) So it's just a um, different—you know. There's everything ebbs and flows. So I'm—I joke about crying about my kids, but I do. I have a lot of—I'm in this huge like flux change where I still have little little, tiny children, and then people, yeah. Launch out. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. I, I, you know, a lot of times in the Christian community, it's like, you know, get your sons a job, get them out of the house, get them on their own two feet. I kind of got to <laughs> confess, like I'm taking like this Italian mama mia, this Italian mama, like, oh, you just stay in the basement, baby. Mama will take care of you. No. <laughs> Aiden, no. Get out of the basement. No. I'm teasing, but I don't need him to leave. He doesn't have to go.
0: He can go. Well, he's also not 18 yet. Like, I remember my mom being like, listen, there is a reason. And she's like, (laughs) you think when they're, you know, 15, whatever you think.
1: Maybe it's no, I don't don't want you to go. when you're when you're newly pregnant, you're like, oh, I just always want to be pregnant. This is so oh, wonderful. And then by like, you know, 47 and a half weeks, you're like, get out of my body. I think that's the exactly Lord, what happens. The Lord provides you with, you know, but right now I'm like, please don't leave me. Please. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> still got two full day. years. You still got two full years. I'm going to squeeze every moment out. hmm Yeah. I might pay him to do the 40-day page challenge. Please will you spend time with me? I'll give you money. He's like, give me money. What would you like for dinner? <laughs> <A>
0: steak? Okay. <laughs> Every night? Okay.
1: Oh, oh that no, that I'm is serious, such a different so. phase. Yeah. It is. Being, Being a mom, mom of a teenage boy, it brings out all these like super, like I'm, I don't get me wrong. Like, I draw a hard line, but behind closed doors, I'm like, I'll do anything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not
0: listening to this. No, trust me. Lee's <laughs> I mean, listening. She'll tell him. She'll tell him what's up.
1: He's your favorite.
0: <laughs> I always joke. Whatever kids being nice is, they're my favorite. Like uh, Owen gave me a twenty-minute foot massage for a quarter. <laughs> Audrey, a quarter to the other day. And I was just like, this is why you're my favorite. And I I say it really loud so that everyone can hear, you know, come on, mom. Well, you'd be my favorite if you got me a water. You want to get me a water? Then you can be my favorite. (laughs)
1: That's
0: funny. Um, 20 minute foot massage. It was amazing. It's called extortion. No, it was great. And the great thing about Owen is he aims to please. I mean, genuinely, he just, it was like, he's like, am I doing a good job? You know, do you want me to do your calves? Like, how does that feel? And he's like really focusing. It's just so darling. <laughs> so sweet. And Georgia will just like, she'll just like, oh, gross. I don't want to touch your feet. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> just different personalities. They're right? just funny. And I feel like they're all amplified in summertime.
1: They are because they're all just right there. I was right here.
0: Right yeah. here, and um, you know, it's just—it's just fun. It's just a different, a different time, different phase for sure. I actually went over to Audrey's the other day, my friend Audrey's, because um, their son Hawkins—he's three—and he just has this kind of strange, beautiful affinity for Georgia. And Hawkins chooses his people, and Georgia's one of the chosen. Okay. <laughs> So I had said to Audrey, can she please come and spend some time with you? And she can just play with Hawkins and you can have some an extra set of eyes on him and you can mm-hmm. take a nap or whatever, because it'd be good for her to practice just, you know, being around somebody else and caring for somebody else. And anyway, so we had a little cup of coffee when I was taking Georgia and Audrey's pregnant due in August. So really pregnant and August. August, oh, really? August yeah. Oh my God. Angela, she brought out the baby's clothes. Her name is Mercy Rose. And she bought out the baby clothes. I know. (laughs) I know. Danica picked one of them. So special. Um, And I'm looking at these little like pink onesies and it's all I can do to not lactate.
1: (laughs) Your boobs start tingling. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, that's so (laughs) I was that that section at Target a couple weeks ago and I'm like, turn away. (laughs) (laughs) Turn away. (laughs) Like they're just so tight. Oh, I remember
0: I miss it. I do. You guys. And for those of you who have kids, young kids, and you're like, screw you, I know. Cause I hated people like me when I had young kids and I wasn't sleeping through the night and I was leaking milk through every shirt that I had and like
1: You know, those people that are like, I know baby fix and then give it back to you. Mm -hmm.
0: I know, but you do miss it. I miss that being mine. Like it was my baby to hold all the time, you know? So I'll just hold Audrey's and pretend like it's, you know, mine for a little bit, a few
1: minutes. I don't, I have no babies. There's nobody around our community. So small, so small. Uh, I can't even think of a newborn. They, they, smell smell so really they smell so good. It smell so good. What is that? I don't know.
0: I don't know. My sister's pregnant, so I get to be an aunt again. Oh. She's due in November. And that's great because when it's family, you're just like, I'm just going to take your baby now. Mm-hmm. And no, you can't have it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just kind of a fun, casual enjoyment, you know, where you just get to love on them. And it's just such a special time such a special time of life. They're all sweet and bitter in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, do you ever just get that overwhelming sensation where you're just like, this is short (sighs) and I just want to soak it up with with you, if you have kids, if you're just married, if you're just single and enjoying your friend, like whatever life circumstances is, gosh, sometimes it just like hits you with like a two by four on the back of the head. And you're just like, can you stop complaining? Can you just see the beauty of what you have
1: here right now? It's so very true. Is that your computer making noises? I don't know.
0: Yes, you do. Well, no, I've got, there's like eight different computer screens oh, right here. So maybe, NASA, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's true. You you know, sometimes I, Joel and I sit at opposing ends of the table and sometimes I look up and I'm like, like, God, please give me the grace to remember this just common meal, this mundane everyday, you know, please pass yeah. the meat. Just... Everybody's here. It's so precious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a sentimental, like sap, though. Mm-hmm. I, I can just get choked up and nostalgic and desperate to remember all. Of it. Yeah.
0: Do, have you found yourself um, more weepy since you've gotten older?
1: Uh, I have, yes. I, like in the last. But it's been like five, five years. So mm-hmm. I've been extremely like weepy nostalgic since my grandparents sold their farm because that was so um, pivotal. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. The river of time is like, there's no denying this is flowing on with or without me, mm-hmm. you know, just, you so yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very nostalgic and weepy. So yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. as I Mm -hmm. get older. And I think it's because I just, you know, the older you get, the more you recognize how fleeting everything is and whether that comes through experiencing loss or, um, observing someone else's loss or just watching your kids just in a vacuum grow before your eyes just so rapidly it, you know, and I think, you know, with having lots of kids, um, you don't really realize it. Maybe I didn't. I knew they were growing fast, but now you know all of a sudden I'm I'm looking at them going, oh my goodness! Like these little moments that I'm cherishing with Junior. Like I cherished them with all of you, but time is just going so fast. Like, do I even remember those? Like, yeah. Tell me, I remember those. <laughs> tell me, I re- I do. But they're in there somewhere, you know. And all those th- times where, like, older women will say, "Oh, you got to write that down," you know. And. Mm-hmm. I do, I did, not everything. Oh gosh, don't get me started.
0: <laughs> sap, I'm a sap. My grandpa, he used to um he was very like tough, but in his older age, he got very weepy over like how much he loved his dog or his boys or, you know, just weddings, like funerals, all of it. Everything was just you feel like he felt it more you know? And, um, now I'm, I'm the same way already. Like, I feel like I can cry at the drop of a hat if I'm thinking too much about anything, basically.
1: (laughs) What do you think that is? I mean, why do you think that is? Uh, I I'm not sure. I feel like,
0: uh, there was a tipping point certainly when Danica died that There's like no coming back from because when you watch a five-year-old suffer like that, suffer, um, it does put things into perspective. And so happy things are really happy because you realize in that, you know, when she was on hospice, I don't know, like the happy things are just happier and the sadder things are sadder. (laughs) Um and it it puts things into perspective. You, you weren't thinking about like, is my house clean? Um, anything, how much money am I making? Mm -hmm. Am I up for that promote? Like you weren't thinking about anything like that. It was just, just the people around you and serving them Mm -hmm. and loving them. That was it. Yeah. It was simpler in that sense. And beautiful in that way. Just man, I wish. I remember actually praying when I was taking the Taylor's dinner one of one of the many times. I mean, it was a it was a long stretch. Mm-hmm. It was just like, Lord, help me to stay in this pocket where this is all I care about. And I'm just going to Costco and I'm buying food and I'm buying aluminum tray. I'm just like, what do you need? I'm there. What do you want? Like anything I could think of. Yeah. What if we were actually able to serve people like that on a regular basis?
1: Well, what if we were actually able to stay, like you said, in that pocket where that, like the the that was sitting down to pay bills and like do your grown up things, your money, yeah, you know, going to work or whatever was like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do that. But okay, I'll do but, that. But none of but but this is the what matters, and we do it. We sadly, I guess it's human nature. We do it. The opposite. We. We live yeah. oppositely until something gets a hold of us, and rattles us, and hopefully we get rattled enough that our character is changed. Yeah, uh, I, you know, when we lost, we we did an episode on grief a few weeks ago, and we lost a good friend just a few days before that episode. And I remember talking. I remember talking to Amelie. So Amelie is my thirteen-year-old daughter. She's the one that edits the video that you're watching right now. If you watch on Patreon, and she runs the Patreon account. And you know she's mm-hmm. a great little podcast employee. She's precious. She is wise and um, capable beyond her years, and always has been. But boy, for for that subsequent week, she was just. Oh, I said, "Are you okay? What is going on?" And I told her. I finally sat her down. I said, I know you can't really put your finger on what you're feeling. You're just kind of out there. I said, it is, it is grief. Just so you know, can I just give a name to it? Mm-hmm. Make you knew Mr. Mm-hmm. And this is your first encounter and it is grief. And she just nailed it. She just looked right at me. She goes, I just cannot believe how pointless everything is. <laughs> yeah. As far as her response, making her bed. Editing yeah. the podcast, yeah. brushing her hair. I can't believe how much none of that stuff matters. Yeah. I guess she was just floored.
0: Yes. And it, man, if we could hold on to that perspective instead of, you know, throwing a temper tantrum because we can't find the brush.
1: Right. Where's my hairbrush? Uh-huh.
0: Or children sneaking in while you're doing podcasts.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my podcast.
0: I'm almost done, okay? Can you go out? Uh-huh. Go find Daddy. I already know who he is, but okay. I'm watching what's on the road. Go, go ask Daddy where they are. He might know. Can you shut the door on your way out, please? Two,
1: three, four. It's
0: quite an ensemble. She's been in swimming in the pond.
1: It <laughs> looked like a um, ballerina recital. Thing. Oh no. It's just her is wearing asymmetrical sequence, you know. Uh-huh.
0: You never know what's gonna come out, right? Um But yeah, back to that point, it is, you don't want to have to go through those things to hold that perspective. Right. That's why I'm so, I always say like, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go back to any stage of my life. No way. Because what you gain as you carry on and homemakers that are grinding it out every day, what you gain in those days upon days, upon years, upon years, you gain experiences. And through those experiences, God willing, you gain wisdom. Mm Mm-hmm you gain wisdom so that when you come across something you're able to say hey check yourself you know what do you know about this situation what do you know to be true what past experiences are we drawing from how do we go forward in this situation in a better way and there's a million different ways in which that transformation happens to the homemaker you know hopefully it doesn't have to be something tragic and horrible for you to gain that perspective but the fact is even if you're just tending to your house every day you're going to get better at it you're going to gain wisdom about what works what doesn't work what you like what you don't like mm-hmm. how things shift for your family and that is invaluable.
1: Yes, please don't please don't ever believe the lie that the insignificant moments are insignificant. Mhm. That you know if it just feels like one mundane day after another All those little moments with your children, all those little moments, you as a human being tending to your home, learning new skill. I mean, like, oh gosh, I just think we're so geared up to believe it's the big things that matter that we're just kind of like Mm -hmm. slogging through life, waiting for the big thing. And it's the peak moments that are important. And it's really the opposite.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, to have eyes to see that, to stay there. Just to stay there every day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I actually even just love Thursdays because we do work for a living. We got to work. Everybody got to work, you know, and, and and no one listening is probably a stranger to work. Um, there is something, at least the way our schedule is set up. We, we really try to concentrate our work and work really hard Monday through Thursday mm-hmm. so that we have Friday and Saturday to do farm work, to work in the gardens, to see friends, to go antiquing, whatever it may be, work on a fun home project, and then Sundays—at least for us—are you know they're completely reserved for church and church activities. That's it. That's our whole just Sabbath rest on Sunday. Um, man, I just cherish those times. They're just so so sweet, and but that's not it fully. Like you got lunch on Monday. You know, you got getting through your chores. You got getting through your math assignments with your kids. You got getting through making a YouTube video. (laughs) You still have these everyday things to get through. And, um, yeah, it's just good to keep perspective on all that in case anyone needs perspective. (laughs) Well, I'm rewatching Seinfeld right now. And although I was until Hulu canceled it last night, but you know the show, the the infamous show about nothing, right? It's a show about nothing. Sometimes I feel like, well, no, they they paid like a hundred and fifty million dollars, mm-hmm. I think, six years ago or seven years ago, to have exclusive rights to Seinfeld. Well, that contract expired last night, tonight. Last yeah, of course. <laughs> Ooh, I love Seinfeld. I laughed so hard. I don't know. Maybe Netflix. Will, I don't know. They didn't renew it, so somebody's got to pick it up. Yeah. Anyway. The show about nothing, I often think about that when we, when we do these chatting episodes. It's like, well, that was a conversation about nothing and everything.
1: Um, I have something I was thinking of while we okay. were talking. And it's not nothing. If you need an entertainment reference, um, I use movies to remind me of what's important. Now, those kind of movies are very few and far between. But dang, if a movie speaks to me, then that's when I like to go back and watch. Okay. You know, once okay. A year, every other year, and there is a movie called. Let's see if I get it right. I believe it's called Time Alone. Okay. It's Very good. It's a bit of a time travel movie, which I like. Me, love me some time travel. Um, but is it-, it called Time Alone? Time Alone. Time Again. Time Alone. I can Google it if you don't care. Is this it's the one about, about the dad and the son who can time yes. travel. Um, about time. About time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. About. It's you. a great movie it's i think i think when you found out you were pregnant with juju i was like you mm-hmm. watch this movie mm-hmm. uh, it's uh really good uh <laughs> yeah it's a great one so that's our recommendation to you for the weekend based on this uh conversation about nothing
0: yeah that's a good one for that mm-hmm. it's hard though it's sweet and hard like life like life <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good. I haven't I haven't seen it in like four or five years. So I believe that's going to be on the ticket. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I love that.
0: All right, ladies. Well, thanks for joining us here for another just hangout session on
1: this beautiful oh, Thursday.
0: Are you wearing your jewelry? You know I'm wearing my jewelry. I'm trying to be
1: a necklace lady now, girls. Okay. So don't see this. Give the ultra feminine shout-out because it's Anna Luisa. So you find yes. your jewelry. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So I shared with you guys that I've been trying to build up my jewelry cabinet. I have have had the most pathetic jewelry supply ever. I used to have some things and then my kids kind of ruined them all. And then, you know, I didn't replace them, but I've been slowly replacing them from Ana Luisa, which you guys have heard the ad on here. So this is what I'm wearing now. And I have a hard time with wearing necklaces, but these sweet little gold chains I've been wearing. And what's funny is I've gotten so many compliments on them. I'm like, Oh, this is why women wear jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. So um, do participate in Ultra Feminine Friday tomorrow over on Instagram. Show us what Ultra Feminine looks like for you. Use the hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. And tag Ana Luisa. If you have Ana Luisa jewelry, I would love to see what pieces that you have. They are now the sponsor of Ultra Feminine Friday. And we are so grateful for that because they have very, very classy, well-made, beautiful pieces. Yeah. Look at those. There you go. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. And uh, I'll be out in the garden sweating my face off in my beautiful jewelry. I just, I just like, you know, I'm thinking about like workout. I'm like, workout hard. Do it anyway. Gardening when it's 105. Yeah. Hard. What do you sweat? So what? I'm going to kill you. Drink some water.
1: That sounds good. That's the end. (laughs) The end.
0: The end. Thanks for joining us, ladies. We'll see you back here on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. Cheers. Cheers.